Welcome to In Tune with Your Intuition. My name is Kelsey, and I will be taking you along as we dive further into this collective healing movement. You guys can find me on Instagram at In Tune with Your Intuition and my personal page at Kelsey Reffin. Okay, hi everyone. This week I have Sarah Chambers um, from Eleonora Creative with me on the podcast. So I'm super excited for you guys to meet her. I met her at one of our events at the studio a couple months ago, maybe a month ago. Um, and her energy, you guys, was just such a good, like it was just pouring out. And I just like had to ask her to come on the podcast because she just, I feel like when you meet someone that really leans into their business with intention, I feel like that's so hard to find sometimes. And so that's ultimately, you know, what I want to talk about on this episode is how did you really like lean into this and how did you really create this brand? Because I feel like it's such a unique um, example of what, you know, branding really means and the whole thing. So if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself and a little bit about who you are and your story. introduction and compliment ever um i think we all lead with our energy and so it's nice to know um on the other end yeah received in the way that i intended it so thank you so much for that of course um well my name is sarah chambers and i am the owner and ceo creative director of ellie and nora creative and we are a full service creative agency Love. and we build and activate brave bold and bribery brands heck yeah and, um we primarily specialize in brand strategy and visual identity design and then of course the activation of those brands on the other side of completion which often mm. looks like web design content yeah multiple digital platforms i love that and i think one thing that really stuck out for me and i was kind of creeping on your page today but one thing that she really leads with with this is that it's a brand experience um rather than you know just explaining like figuring out a logo figuring out colors like there's so much more that goes into it um so if you kind of want to explain the background on how you um leaned into really explaining that it's experience rather than just colors and um, like an aesthetic if you will yeah of course i think that we probably all heard you know your brand is more than your logo and we all kind of cognitively and logically understand that to be true but really it's so much more than that and so it's unpacking what does that actually mean and how can I make that work for my business because there's a part of us that understands that Mm -hmm. but then the bridge building the understanding and the execution is really challenging for a lot of people so the way that we like to think about branding is that it is the foundation it is every Mm. single touch point that you have with your audience prior to them engaging with you um, and then all the way through the experience and then after yeah and creating a consistent experience from front to back is really what people are going to remember and we've heard the quote of oh gosh I wish I could remember you have to look it up for me um and it's like people will forget what you said and they'll forget what you looked like and they'll forget all these things mm. they're just never going to forget how you made them feel yes and that's something that is crafted with intention and i like to say that branding is a lot like company culture mm. you have a company culture and it's up yeah. to you whether or not you want to craft that with intentionality or whether you kind of want to let that narrative drive on its own and so you have a brand and you have a reputation it just depends on whether or not you want to be 
in the mm-hmm. diversity and you want to be the one crafting that and saying this is how I want my yeah. audience to feel this is how wow. I want them to have and um because they're gonna have an experience either way so right really deciding crafting with intention and being really specific on every single touch point is really what a brand is I love that. And I definitely think, you know, the statement with, you know, people do remember how you left them and how you make them feel like we go through so many different things in our life. And I'm not going to remember exactly what I ate or drank at this event, but I know who I met and who had an impact on me, you know, so I love that so much. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the way that we like to think about it. And of course, like your visuals and your logos and all of those things matter. That's a part of it. But really what we try to talk to people about and teach is that that's a piece of the pie it's just not the whole thing yeah I think that as long as we can back out and take a bigger broader view of what building a brand actually looks like then we can really have a more robust experience yeah absolutely um and so I wanted to ask how long have you had um the company around you know and I guess what was like one of the first ideas that you had to lead in to start this business that and I feel like you know just taking that risk is always so scary like but I feel like the fact that you had that gut instinct and that knowing is huge um what did that feel like for you did you have to do um more like inner work and that kind of stuff back in the day to be able to really connect with your um intention and your gut to be able to feel that call if that makes sense Entrepreneurship is personal development disguised as a business. <laughs> and yep. um, anybody who lives this world just knows the truth behind that. And I'd like to say yes, but I don't think that I had the the understanding or the awareness of what was to come. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that inner work is on the journey and is still actively continuing every single day. Um, it just requires a lot of you that maybe you didn't anticipate in terms of showing up and imposter syndrome and self formation mm-hmm. and there's just so many pieces of entrepreneurship that force you into personal development so I really link those two 
I don't think that I knew in the moment that that's wasn't something I was right. prepared for. It was kind of a shock, actually. I wasn't ready to lose my job that day, um, but it gave me a great story. <laughs> and um, it gave me a jumping off point, and um, I think I was just really tired of not being in a place that fit me, mm-hmm. feeling like I didn't belong, and feeling like um, my voice wasn't being heard, and feeling like I was supposed to make myself smaller when I yeah. that kept kind of feeling this pull to expand. Mm, I love that. And I feel like that is such a way, like one of my previous episodes was about alignment. And I feel like there's so many different experiences that the universe is trying to show you like, hey, you're out of alignment. Hey, you're out of alignment. And then sometimes it's something big, like losing a job to be like, okay, do you want to get in alignment now or not? You know, and you took that risk. And I just think that's so cool because I think from seeing all the entrepreneurs that are coming in and out of the studio, it just shows me like ultimately it's just showing up and getting over the imposter syndrome and just kind of leaning into what feels good to you and your energy, like you said. So love that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, Wow. Okay. Uh, My next question for you is what is um, some of your tips for growing and expanding? So whether that be business related or for yourself, if you have any tidbits on either of those. Mm, Yeah. Like I said, it's, definitely a constant I think the biggest thing is just recognizing that there is no arrival Mm. never we've never arrived we've never got there we've never there is I mean of course we have milestones we have goals and we have things that we achieved and things that we wanted to do and and success points but I think maybe just having a mindset of there is no end there's Mm -hmm. just a journey continuation and yeah and learning to love the journey is so hard um, when you're on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think the more that we can really learn to love and appreciate that and remember that, I mean, not that we should take any moment for granted, but life is long, like, and we have time. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is such a pressure on people to arrive and get to this end goal and become something by a certain point in their life. And I'm just trying to back out of that and I'm I love trying that. to look at my career and my business and so many other parts of my life as being really long. Like I've got a long road ahead mm-hmm. and I have time. You do have time. And I love that. And it's honestly like we go through so many different phases throughout our life. And so, you know, understanding that there is no end goal and it's what it feels good in that time in that moment of your life because there are so many different phases and personalities and roles that we'll take on in our lifetime and different hats that we'll wear so it's just learning what really feels authentic and good to you at that time of your life you know yeah absolutely and there's going to be moments where certain things don't serve you well Mm -hmm. and um, you need to really weigh all the factors you know I think being to leave a job and or you know be eliminated from a job and go on to start a business in that moment is a massive privilege mm-hmm. and I had a little bit of cushion and I have a spouse that had you know a little bit of income and I had some something to fall back on to a little bit and I think that that might not be true for everybody mm-hmm. and I think that recognizing that that is a privilege or if you are young and you know maybe you're in your 20s and you don't have a spouse and or you don't have any kids or a mortgage and like there's 
pros and cons to every mm-hmm. phase of life, you know? So I just think that having a lot of grace with yourself and being willing to go slow um, and not feeling like you have this elusive endpoint is really important because, like you said, every phase is going to be different mm-hmm. and you need different things in every phase. Wow. I love that. So beautifully said. Mm-hmm. Love. Um, okay. So if you were to start over um, from scratch today, okay, start a whole new business or start over whatever it may be, what is one tool that you think has been most beneficial that you've learned over your four years with starting this business that you would want to give that advice back to someone listening? Oh, goodness. Well, <laughs> entrepreneurs, I feel like it's like we're a certain breed because yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to start over all the time. I'm like, oh, there's this new right. thing. I want to do this. And um, this is not the thing, but just as a side note, I think also like diluted focus provi- provides diluted results. And so mm. getting really clear is important. Um, but I mean, if I had to start over right now, I would say that the biggest thing that you can do is invest in your own personal brand mm. because we just connect with people more than we connect with companies. Mm -hmm. And so understanding what it is that you want to be known for and really getting crystal clear on that and then making sure that you are being intentional with how you're showing up in physical spaces, how you're showing up online, and really remembering, like I said, that it takes time. It's not a race. Yeah. And um, building long-term brand equity is is done in small pieces over time. It's kind of like, um, I liken it to like building trust with a mm, person. Mm-hmm. You know, those, a trust with another human being is developed in small micro moments over time when you can start to anticipate what it is that they're going to say or do or react in a certain moment. Yeah. And that's what really gives you trust with another mm. human that you're really close to. And the same is really true in brands and yeah. in businesses is that people will begin to trust that you do what you say you're going to do, that you're an expert in the way that you are through these small micro moments. Mm. And so you have to be willing to be in it for the long haul and build out yeah. every single day. And like I said, remember that that's not a race and that you are right on time. Uh, yeah. And I love that. And I think the race part, especially with just like how our society is, is just so engraved. And so really remembering to slow down and to, you know, be present, you know, that's honestly where a lot of the magic happens is when you can actually slow down and hear anything that needs to come through and vice versa. So I absolutely love that. Um, What would you say for anyone that's wanting to lean in to entrepreneurship, because I know there's so many of us that have ideas and have all these other things, but just like don't know where to start. Um, when you go into branding, and I know this is obviously what you guys do for people, but would you say with you know getting clear with your message and what you want to offer, what would you say is like some of the next steps you would take in order to get a business off up and running? Well, I mean, there are obviously so many logistics right. and things like that, and I, I don't want to necessarily speak to that because I want to stay in my lane. <laughs> um, I think that some of the first things that you can do is really establish a scrappy brand. I think so many times businesses, of course, when you're first starting out, unless you're like a fully funded startup, um, that's 
for you <laughs> that a lot of um, small businesses and single entrepreneurs have the equity or I'm sorry the the capital to be mm-hmm. able to hire a brand agency and build that out for them um, so starting scrappy and being willing to evolve Love. your brand is really important but having a brand is so um, it's not an excuse to not have a brand it mm. just doesn't have to be in partnership with an agency right away. I think that it's important that you get to know yourself and you get to know and understand what it is that makes you different and give yourself permission to evolve that yeah. over time. Some of our best clients are the ones that have been in business for a couple of years because they have a validated offer and they have sold that offer and they have worked with people. They have sold their product or their service and so they know more about that business they know about their customer they know what it is that they're trying to do and when you're brand new you just don't know yet you just don't have your hands dirty yet and so I would say you gotta dive in and get your hands dirty and be willing to make mistakes and um you just have to learn the lesson Mm -hmm. you know some some lesson you can learn by absorbing content and learning from other people and avoiding mistakes along the way and then honestly you just have to do it you just have to get your hands dirty you have to learn by doing and once you do that for you know a couple of years you'll have so much more insight and so much more Mm. wisdom about how to take next big steps yeah I love that and I think the word scrappy is such a good word especially for me because I'm like it's I feel like so many of us get so caught up on okay is this like the perfect content you know does it look right and you're spending so much wasted time on the little details where it's like put out the content you know people just want to see what you're creating you know and so I think getting scrappy and like really remembering that you just need to show up and go for it and you will learn the lessons over time and things will evolve exactly how they're supposed to so I love that. I think we we definitely want to present ourselves as full and complete and experts from day one. And, and just the reality is, is that we, we aren't on day mm-hmm. one. You know, that expertise is actually hard earned. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I think that you've got to get a couple scrapes and scars and bruises along the way before you can actually claim that. And we are so tempted to want to put out images of expertise and perfection and um in order to sell in our business and I just don't think that that's true Mm -hmm. I think that we need to give ourselves permission to evolve and bring people along for the journey Mm. yeah I love that and just remain authentic you know so I I love that so much and um do you currently have employees on your staff as well yeah we have a mix of staff and contractors okay amazing or competencies or skill sets that we just don't need all of the time full-time mm-hmm. and so those are um, definitely people that we reach out to on a project-by-project basis okay and cool there are definitely some that we need on an ongoing all <laughs> yeah. basis. so yeah we've got a little bit of a mix but I think that that allows us to stay small and stay intentional and yeah um, and really be able to work with the best clients and have a great mix of the best of both worlds and Honestly, I think a lot of creatives now um, are entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. People want to be able to have autonomy and be able to absolutely maintain their own 
life and schedule. And so I know that that doesn't just exist in the creative space, but it is really prevalent there. Yeah. So a lot of our best creatives don't want to work for anyone. <laughs> yeah. It's totally fine. And I think it works out well for both parties. Yeah. I love that. And thank you so much for letting me ask all these questions today. Um, I know this has been kind of a quick episode, but I wondered if there's anything else that's really kind of coming um, to light that you want to share before we kind of break away for the rest of the day. Yeah, that's wide open. Well, first of all, I know. Again. I really appreciate it. Yes. Um, I think that the thing that I, if I had to say, like the thing that I'm learning right now and the thing that I'm paying a lot of attention to, especially as we start off a brand new year, mm-hmm. is that our vision and the things that matter to us, um, while of course like are flexible and can change us through our lives, I think that those are solid and we have our eyes on that and we are moving towards that. But the journey there is really flexible mm. and there are infinite possibilities and infinite paths to success and so I think that sometimes we can claim an identity so deeply Mm. um, rigidly with so much rigidity that it's difficult for us to see that there are lots of paths towards what it is that we want. I love that. And so um, yeah that's just something that I'm focused on and that I'm learning right now. Yeah. Mm. Stay open to the journey you guys. You never know what magic lies when it's unplanned. So thank you so much Sarah and I hope that this brought some light for some of you that are interested in leaning more into the entrepreneur side. Um, so thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Thanks again for having me. Yeah.